welcome to the Divorce Coaches Academy podcast with co-founders and hosts, Tracy Callahan and Deborah Doak. Each week, we tackle another tough topic to help professional divorce coaches maximize client impact and cultivate thriving practices. We also want to spread the word about the expertise and value that certified divorce coaches bring to the table. At DCA, we are committed to ongoing learning and we value generosity among divorce coaching professionals. We believe that when one succeeds, we all succeed. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Divorce Coach Academy podcast. Today, we are doing another wonderful coach spotlight, and I am super excited to be here with Ashley Wood. Ashley is a CDC certified divorce coach in service to parents who feel overwhelmed by divorce, hopeless about co-parenting, and concerned about how living in two homes may impact their children. As a coach, Ashley helps parents regain a clear sense of direction, reduce conflict with their former partner, and support their children's growth and resilience through all of the challenges and changes associated with family restructuring. Welcome, Ashley. Hi, Tracy. Thank you. It's an honor to be here with you today. Um, So happy to see you. I don't know for those of you that don't know Ashley, she's also better known as the conscious co-parent and has some amazing, fun social media. (laughs) I'm always attracted to your reels or whatever the hell, TikTok videos. I don't know what they are, Ashley. (laughs) You're much better at navigating the social media space than I. So welcome. Super Thank you. You. So I know as a certified divorce coach, you've kind of focused a lot of your time in working with co-parents. So how how would you share that experience with other divorce coaches and sort of your defining that niche market and 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 you know how you work with your clients and supporting their communication strategies and co-parenting? Yeah, for sure. So um, I am just a little bit of personal backstory. I'm a co-parent myself and found myself in an extremely high conflict situation, true high conflict uh, situation in the early days, and then um, worked with a coach myself to, to get beyond that and on the other side. Um, and I wouldn't say it's all roses today, but mainly I'm at peace. I'd say 95% of the time and our daughter is thriving. And to me, that's the picture of success. Um, and so I'm really passionate about working with co-parents who find themselves in the same uh, situation and want to get to to the other side of it. And I think that's sort of a big uh, problem area that I see and that I know some other co-parent coaches um find themselves hearing from clients, uh, basically this unrealistic or misinformed expectation of what healthy co-parenting looks like or what co-parenting goals should be. And it can go one of two ways. So they're either really pushing to have this super cooperative, uh, collaborative model uh, because they've seen an Instagram or a TikTok of uh, this big blended family and matching pajamas. And so they think, oh, wow, like I could never have that. I must be failing or I should be pushing for that. Meanwhile, they can't agree on anything. So it's just creating a lot of conflict or they've just, they've, they've uh, prematurely labeled their situation as very high conflict. My ex is a narcissist or whatever the label is. Maybe they are, maybe they aren't. Um, But instead of setting up healthy boundaries, they're going right to full-on parallel parenting. Perhaps they think they're, they're setting healthy boundaries, but it's just putting up walls. And there, there is an opportunity for healthy communication. They just haven't had the right tools to do so. And this is, these are all great opportunities for coaches to come in 
and, you know, ask the right questions to create more awareness, to challenge assumptions, and to then at times either uh, provide information that's needed or connect the client with uh, another professional who may be better suited to provide the information that's missing. Yeah, that's great. You know, I think one of the things that I find so fascinating as people, clients define their co-parenting relationships, we know that often so many divorces are related to disagreements in parenting, right? right? So there already have been, might've been a mismatch in terms of parenting style, parenting experience, parenting strategy, parenting communication, even prior to the divorce. Mm-hmm. So now here we add the whole other layer of divorce with our clients. And now any potential past experiences in how they parented together and now are expected to sort of move into this new transitional role as co-parents. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I completely understand um, why people find themselves in this position because I too uh, had this idea that, okay, well, if we separate and we don't live together, uh, that will just help us. Cause then I can kind of do my thing and he can do his thing. Um, but unfortunately without the tools to communicate effectively, it was even really hard to just kind of respect our differences or even truly get to a place of acceptance for those differences. And again, mm-hmm. I think that's where a coach can be really helpful. Um, and also just, kind of stepping back from trying to fit under the category of co-parenting or parallel parenting, because I I hear that question a lot, you know, well, should I be parallel parenting or should I be trying to co-parent and instead shifting to, okay, well, what are your needs? Uh, Who are you as your best self? Are you there right now? Are you showing up as the way you want to show up with your, with your ex or with your child? Are you modeling behaviors that you're going to feel proud about, you know, looking back on this? Um, and are you, you know, doing things that are going to help build your child's resiliency through this? And then once we kind of get connected to our best self and our core values, and we have information about what kids actually need through this process, then we can figure out setting up what, what boundaries might be appropriate and how you're going to protect your needs and look after yourself and show up as you want to. So it's less about what box do you fit in and more connecting to who we are as our best selves. And that's kind of our North star for getting through this, this whole process. Yeah. Which I think, you know, I really want to echo what you're saying and, and for divorce coaches, you know, I know uh, as divorce coaches, we specialize in a lot of different things, right. In addition to being a certified uh, divorce coach, you're also a certified transition and recovery coach. You're also a pre-mediation divorce coach. Um, but you sort of kind of specialize in the area of co-parenting. Yeah. As a divorce coach in foundational training in alternative dispute resolution, can you talk a little bit about how your specialty area in co-parenting sort of, you know, your divorce coaching foundation sort of helps you really prepare for being in that sort of niche space or not a niche space, because I do think co-parenting is a real issue that any parent who's divorcing deals with. So what were some of the things that I learned through the sort of foundational course that have really served me well in this space? That's what you're asking. Yeah. You're training as a divorce coach, right? You're a credential divorce coach. Um, You know, those individuals who, you know, maybe should do additional training in co-parenting coaching versus sort of building off of their divorce coaching 
training and going into the area of co-parenting coaching. So kind of coming back to that best self um, tool, that's really important and kind of what I was talking about earlier. Mm -hmm. So those are some of the things that that's something that you would learn in the Mm -hmm. standard course about. And that's where we determine, obviously, you know, who do I want to be? What's most important to me? How do I want to look back on this and why? Why is that so important? And that's huge for for a client to be able to really connect with that because this whole process uh, of separation and divorce is so tremendously stressful and it's very easy to make long-term decisions based on short-term emotions. But if we have some tools to manage that stress and then we're able to always come back to our best self, that's how we can make it through all of the huge challenges, changes, and big decisions that we need to make. So I would say that's something that has really served me well from the found, like just from the standard course. And then, um, you know, just information, additional reading and studying about what kids need at different ages and stages of development. Mm -hmm. Um, And if you don't know that, just really kind of having an honest conversation with yourself as a coach about when you should be making referrals to family therapists or social workers or Mm -hmm. um, people who specialize in, in, in child development. Um, because, you know, something that I, I know I can say in confidence to my clients is that when we're talking about our best self and figuring out what's going to be our North star to get us through this journey and make sure we're staying on the right path is that so many studies that talk about, um, children's resiliency through this process, it's based on like three main factors. So a parent's ability to support their child's relationship with the other parent Mm -hmm. is huge. Yeah. Um, and that can be really hard to do when there have there there's been maybe a history of um, like substance abuse or other challenges where there do need to be certain safety uh, procedures in place, but we we maybe shouldn't be totally discounting the other parent, you know, at that relationship or what benefits the child would have. So yeah. the opportunity for keywords, healthy relationship with the other parent. Yeah. Um, factor number two, the parent's ability to reduce the child's exposure to conflict is huge. And uh, Right. And, and yeah. what's, imp- what's important to note there is we don't, that doesn't mean that we have to control the other parent or, you know, if there is some personality challenges, there or difficulties that, you know, you're, you're going to, you're not going to be able to reduce their exposure to conflict. So we're not ending that we're just removing them from getting caught in the crossfires of what's going on between the two of you. And then uh, number three, and this is in my opinion, the, the biggest factor is the parent's ability to focus on their own parenting skills. So especially for high conflict, and I do a lot of work with clients talking about, you know, accepting that we can't change the other parent, we can certainly have go over lots of communication tools, BIF and ear statements and all the Bill Eddy materials about, you know, setting ourselves up for success to communicate with our ex, also making sure that we have a really good paper trail of us, you know, acting in a way that we would feel confident, you know, if a judge were to see that or a parenting evaluator. Um, but ultimately, how are we managing ourselves so that we have the energy and, you know, the, the emotional capacity to show up for our kids at a time when they're most vulnerable and really, and really need us. So that's an area that I would say, if you're interested in, in kind of really exclusively working with co-parents, you want to know those things is they're essential in helping your, your client achieve success. 
Yeah. And, and speaking to that, I, I know um, from your social media and the, and the work that you do with your clients, a lot of that is really working and establishing healthy boundaries, right? Yes. And as divorce coaches, we spend a great deal of time with our clients, right? There's a lot of misconceptions and misperceptions about what people believe boundaries are, right? Mm-hmm. And, and really the only boundaries we can set are the boundaries for ourselves. Yes. And, and you do a lot in terms of that with effective, uh, healthy boundaries and working with your clients as it relates to their co-parenting communication, uh, patterns and strategies. Yeah, I, I, I love boundaries, but I will admit that prior to my own separation, I really didn't know what boundaries were. I mean, I grew up without real boundaries and had challenges in my own childhood growing up that kind of kept me from, from learning about that and not just getting enmeshed or being codependent with somebody. So, um, you know, on a personal note, I've just found boundaries to really help me have much healthier connections with people. And I think that's the biggest misconception about boundaries. We're not putting up walls. They're not meant to keep people out. They're Mm -hmm. guidelines and really a bridge that allows us to have respect for someone else while at the same time having respect for ourselves, which is a really neat thing. And like you said, Tracy, it's not about like controlling the other person. Mm -hmm. Um, It's about finding ways to, again, respect the other person and respect ourselves, regardless of what the other person is choosing to do, whether that's comply and respect our needs or tell us to F off. Uh, It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't doesn't matter. And, you know, I think in divorce coaching, right, we have such a a wonderful opportunity with our clients to explore those. And like you said, you know, you, you yourself didn't really understand. I don't, I don't know how many times people really truly understand boundaries and how they show up for us in our everyday lives. And again, you know, the skills that we work with our clients in developing in divorce coaching, whether it's in their divorce process or their co-parenting relationships are really truly life skills that carry well beyond the divorce process. We know that the co-parenting relationship continues well past the year of 18, you know, quote unquote, whatever state you live in, whether they're defined as minors. So I really, I really applaud the work that you're doing and you are certainly an amazing example um, for other divorce coaches and really sort of looking at the carve out in the co-parenting space. So I really want to thank you so much for your work. Thank you so much, Tracy. Yeah. I'm so passionate about this work and I'm honored that, uh, you know, I had that just opportunity to practice and work with everyone that I did in my sort of cohort. And now my continued studies with uh, Divorce Coaches Academy, it's just something that really, really energizes me, you know, in my own personal life. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, well, we're huge fans of ongoing professional development and learning. <laughs> Just a <laughs> little plug for DCA well, well, there. <laughs> you know, again, you know, and it's so important to have a cohort, right? To have a group yeah. of individuals and, you know, with the lack of any national professional association, you know, there's groups trying to do it not only from the education standpoint, but in the work and sharing, right? We're all solo practitioners for the most part and being able to bounce off ideas and grow professionally the the field of divorce coaching is relatively young so the the work that we're doing together is going to make us stronger as 
profession, uh, while each of us stronger in our individual practices. So before we jump, Ash, one of the favorite things I love to do in our coaches spotlight is just ask a few fun questions. So our listeners can get to know more about you, not just as a divorce coach and the <laughs> conscious co-parenting coach, but a little about you. So okay. <laughs> if, if okay with you, I'm going to ask you a few questions. Please feel free to answer uninhibitedly. Okay. <laughs> okay. So okay. what was the last thing you Googled? So this is a little embarrassing, but I'm just going to be upfront. Uh, so we moved recently and we have a th- almost four-year-old who's been going through a lot of changes. We've got big girl school coming up and this move, obviously she has a new little brother and she, uh, this kid has been potty trained since before she was two. I mean, it was very early and she has been pooping on the floor in her bedroom. Uh, so I figured that this was just sort of a thing, you know, all about control yeah. because she has mm-hmm. very little control in, in her little yeah. life right now. Uh, so, but yeah, I Googled, you know, why is my kid shitting on the floor? Sorry. I don't know if I can <laughs> here, but honestly, yeah, do you know me? We curse. So. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's what, uh, that's what I've been oh, well, going down luck. the Google rabbit hole. I, I'm <laughs> hoping that Google helped you out with that and couldn't <laughs> I'm sure it's a little, little scary for both of you. So yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Traumatizing for both of us. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, well, that kind of might lead to perfectly into the next question, you know, as we know, the work that we do is really sometimes emotionally heavy um, and, and supporting our clients through the difficult process of divorce. So we'd like to talk about really the importance of coaches being their best selves as well and showing up for our clients in the best way possible. So um, self-care is so important in in the work that we do for ourselves. So what's your favorite go-to self-care activity? So I can be a bit of a super nerd at times and I love learning. Um, So I sometimes get caught up in doing too much work outside of work. So, you know, if I'm reading, I love to read, but then I'll be reading a book, you know, for coaching or about, you know, my relationship stuff or whatever. Um, And while I think that can be really helpful and could be part of self-care, sometimes it's just, it's, it's too much. And then I just feel completely depleted. So something that I've been working on in the last six to eight months, I would say is just doing activities that have absolutely nothing to do with work um, and that take me away from my online presence. So my, my, uh, best friend and I took a part a pottery course. Oh, so fun. we have been doing pottery like two 85 year old women and ah. I am loving it. So yeah, activities That's that are awesome. just, yeah, not related wow. to, to work stuff yeah. or family stress. And yeah, I'm really enjoying that. So great. Okay. And last but not least, do you have a motto you live life by? I do. And I'm going to apologize in advance because I don't know who, like where I saw this originally. I saw it online, Instagram, I think. And I just, I forget who shared this originally, or if it was even their original content. But anyways, the, the, basically the idea of it is that, you know, when I'm, when I'm scared to do something or scared to make a choice, am I scared that I'm making the wrong choice or a mistake, or am I scared to honor what I know is right because I'm afraid of how it's going to 
you know, change my life or kind of shake things up. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I, I use every time I'm faced with a big challenge and it always leads me in the right direction. And sometimes the right direction is the more challenging one, but I never regret the choices I make when I ask myself that. So I don't know if that's really a motto, but yeah, that's no, something no, I, yeah. yeah, exactly. It's sort of your path you're following. Awesome. Thanks so much, Ashley. I really appreciate you sharing that. Can you let our, our listeners know how they can best uh, find out more about you or follow you on social media? Sure. Thank you. So on all social media platforms, TikTok, Instagram, uh, you know, all of them, it's the conscious co-parent. And then if uh, there's links in in my bio for all of those platforms to my website and things, but if you want to just leap right to my website, it's ashleywooddivorcecoach.com. Awesome. So much. I really greatly appreciate you, Ashley, and your time. And thank you for sharing with our audiences, our listeners, whoever's out there, divorce coaches or co-parent coaches or people experiencing divorce. Uh, We look forward to joining again on Divorce Coaches Academy. And thanks again, Ashley. Thanks, Tracy. Thanks for joining us for the Divorce Coaches Academy podcast. If you enjoyed today's show, please give us a rating on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcasting app. It helps other divorce professionals find us and add to the conversation. And don't forget to follow us on social media to be the first to know when we add new classes and events. We'll be back next week with another topic to help you maximize client impact, create a thriving business, and promote the value of professional divorce coaching.